Welcome to Podcats. Guys, it's just me tonight, so it's going to be a short one. Bell's out with some uh, allergy issues, voice is cracking. And I think he's upset that Keon had a good game. So with that, we'll get going. Um, I'll give you my takeaways. Ty-Ty showing he's going to be the best player on the team. It's pretty obvious, I think. Um, he had 26-3 and three tonight. And he got into the lane however he wanted, pretty much whenever he wanted. Um, he does kind of disappear, which is concerning. Uh, maybe it's just the opponent, you know, he kind of – he seemed like he could do what he wanted and kind of deferred, I think, moving toward the second half. So I'm not overly concerned, I guess. But it is – if it happens against good teams, I think we could be in trouble offensively. Um, and on that note, I'll, I'll go to Severe Wheeler. Um I am very comfortable with him running the team. He seems to have a good feel for when the offense uh, is stagnant, which we have been in the off or in the half court. Um, and tonight, I think we uh, several times down several possessions. It, I, I don't know if it's just guys not learning how to play or not knowing how to play with each other, you know, early in the season, because um, that is a real thing. Um, basketball is just such a, a spread conscience game you know spacing is I mean it's the main offensive um, coaching point is spacing 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 you get horrible shots with bad spacing and so when you get three to four guys depending on who you want to look at that are shooters trying to get them learning their spacing with each other is, is a thing so that I think that will get better but tonight you know with severe um, he seems to pick it up when we are standing around and not running, um, you know, he's, he's kind of the old cliche of the coach on the floor. Um, and I feel good about it because he, he seems to get up and down or, you know, he, he knows when to go. You know, he's not just going to pass it around. If the guys are standing around, he'll go to make something happen, get in the lane. So I like that. Um, another, you know, I mentioned Keon. I think he had a perfect Keon game. If, if Keon gives us that against quality competition, it takes this team – you know, we've, we've preached of, of the ceiling. And if he – so, if Keon gives us 17-8 and eight on 11 shots, he was 7 for 11 from the field, which last game we were talking, you know, he got uh, 18 shots. But I, I, I agree with Bill. Um, that's too many shots for Keon. 7 for 11, I mean, that is a perfect stat line for Keon for this, this team. Um, so, 17, 8 boards. We've kind of hit on him not rebounding real good. So, the last couple of games he has been rebounding. Um, I'm glad to see that because that will be important. Um, you know, Oscar can't get every rebound. <laughs> you think he can, but he can't. You know, he, he's going to miss him some. So, we need some guys. And Keon's big enough that he can throw his weight around and, and battle in there to get some rebounds. So, 17-8, I was really happy about that. Uh, Bell's going to kill me for praising Keon this much, but – I was I was impressed by Keon tonight. Eleven shots, perfect. Um, we shot fifty nine percent in the first half. So the first half, we we didn't score a bunch. That's kind of when we were more stagnant. Um, they didn't really seem energetic. Uh, I don't inspiring is not the word I would use for this game. Um, but they out rebound them twenty three to nine in the in the first half. So. You can split hair and say we didn't play real well, but it just kind of looked uninspiring is the best way I'll say it. And I, I was – to start off, I was a little – I don't know upset's the right word, but I didn't – I haven't loved 
his last game and then the first half of this game, what, what Kellen Grady's been doing. Because um, he is hugely important, especially with C.J. Frederick going out. And, uh, you know, we only had eight scholarship players tonight. So, Davion was out. Um, I don't think it's a serious issue from what you hear from Cal. It's um, just a non-COVID, like a flu is probably my guess. Because um, I hear flus going – I hear like I'm scooping. I read on ESPN that uh, the flu is going around Louisville's football locker room. So, fingers crossed they get the flu for about 40 of their guys all on offense, hopefully. Anyway, that's a side note. Um, so, Davion wasn't playing. That means Grady – has to step up. And first half, he, he was – he didn't work real hard to get shots, and that's what he did last night. And Cal mentioned it in the pregame. I listened to pregame radio show with Cal, um, with the Tom Leach interview. Um, you know, and Cal was saying last game, you know, he only got two shots. He didn't get one shot in the first half last game. And so, you know, he made a great point. He said the defense is working harder to stop you from getting shots because he's he came in the last game averaging 18 a game. And so he's at the top of the scouting list. So teams were keying on him, saying you can't let this guy get off. You know, they were you know, they were they weren't helping off of him. And he was pretty low key in trying to get shots. He wasn't he wasn't side to side, he wasn't running baseline, he wasn't coming off screens hard. And the first half he did I didn't think he was very um energetic in that far um, sense either. So he didn't get many shots. Um second half I think he came out and picked it up. Uh, he played like he could. Um, he is just a perfect, perfect complement to Tata and Severe getting in the lane and, and kicking it to him. And then Davion, you know, obviously when he's back in, him too. But Kellen, he's just a great shooter. It's pure. It's every time it touches his hand, you think he's going to make it. But if I'm going to split hairs, I think he needs to work harder before getting the ball because he's not an off, he's not off the dribble kind of guy. He is relying on our guards to get him the ball in good shots. So, that puts it on his shoulder to make sure he's getting the correct spacing on the floor and running off the screens and flowing with the guards that have the ball so he can be in the right spot. So, you know, a great shot for him. It seems like he's comfortable with a catch-and-release corner or or um, free th- – or I guess headed toward the corner, we'll say. So, severe tough tie getting lame. And when your guy – when you're guarding the three-point shooter – your natural tendency when the guy gets in the lane, you're going to turn your shoulders a little bit. And so what you're taught as basketball on the wing is to float. So he's floating to the corner. When you turn back around as a defender, your guy's not where he was. And so you just by just floating two or three feet, you've given yourself a, a pretty much wide open spot. And he seems really comfortable with that. And so I think he needs to do that more earlier in the possession, not, not wait until – Severe and Tata get all the way two feet in the lane and and then kick. He can do that pre pre work. You know he he can he can do that. I think I hope he does more. Um, I will give some negatives. We had seventeen turnovers. Uh, just point blank, that's you can't accept that. I'm sure Cal's just pounding them. Seventeen turnovers against a team that's averaging fifty nine points a game. You know in, in Albany. Um, you just can't do that. And we've we've kind of had some turnover issues for whatever reason. We have good guards. I, you know, I don't know. Um, we did get the line 20 times, which has been a, a pretty big concern for the team. We were averaging right around nine, um, which that's 
that's different than a Cal team that we've seen since he's been at UK. But we're also not playing the same style. We, you know, this team's going to shoot more three pointers than any team that Cal's ever had, more than likely. I mean, the team that we won the championship had Deron Lamb, uh, Darius, and those guys. They shot a lot of threes, but I, I think this team is poised to blow past whatever that number is for a Cal team in the UK as total volume of threes. Um, we we shot, I think, 15 tonight, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, we've talked in the past. I hope that's with, – with the guys we've got and the way our guards should be able to get in the lane, um, I think that number needs to be bumped up to about 20. And so – you know, that gives you if, – if you're shooting 33% like you did tonight, you know, you're getting seven, seven or eight. And if we hit, we hit seven or eight, with the way Oscar's uh, – you know, talk about shooting. You hit seven or eight threes. You got Oscar, who I, I don't – you know, we've talked also about Oscar not, not being a throw-it-down, get-two-points kind of guy. But he's very comfortable at the free-throw line. And that will make his job easier in all facets – of block-to-block basketball because you force the big guy that's guarding him, who's going to be guaranteed the biggest guy they have, to come out where he might not be comfortable. And if you don't come out, he's proven the last couple games, he's going to drill that 15-footer. That's huge for us, huge for him. I think that will allow his offensive game with the back to the basket um, to flourish a little more too. So I was happy to see him hit – I think he hit three – Three in a row there to end the game, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, a side note: if you you know if you didn't get to watch the game or you didn't figure out how to watch the game, um, it was streaming. So what they do now is they try to force you to buy ESPN Plus or have some sort of television package that you can sign in to watch on SEC Network Plus, and it's it's a ploy. It's all it is. Drives me insane. Um, but it's going to keep happening more and more, unfortunately, which hurts everyone. I, I don't see how this helps anybody. They're playing toward the the younger guys that are, you know, kids are always on their phone. Um, you know, they're streaming everything. A lot of people don't have cable at all anymore, which I still pay for Dish Network at an exorbitant amount. But I won't get into that. Um, and I do that for a lot of sporting events, and it paid off tonight. But that's neither here nor there. Um, when ESPN2 came out, they did the same thing. Kentucky games were on there. They put some Duke basketball games. They put uh, big-time, uh, like, marquee football games on there a couple times um, when ESPN2 and what they were doing is they were forcing the TV providers to make – or I'm sorry, forcing the, the customer to tell the TV provider, we got to pay for ESPN2 or we're not going to see the games. So that's what they're doing now. Anyway, um, if you were curious, I don't know. Um. I love Colin shot blocking. He had three tonight. It feels like he's the kind of guy that he gets three shots. You know, he, he blocks three shots. And I'm guessing, you know, he's he's contesting hard to the point where it's affecting the shooter eight to ten times. And that's huge. Cal loves that. That's why he's getting the minutes. Um, he's so weak, though, he gets pushed around. So, he's not – we Lance Ware, however you feel about him, he's not playing still um, – they keep saying nothing serious. We've heard that before. Let's hope he's actually serious about that. But we need we Lance sitting a shot blocker. Oscar's not a shot blocker, and Oscar unfortunately looks like he's going to be in foul trouble. Um, if you're watching the game, Cal was really pissed at the rest because 
um, guys, small guys, I guess everyone's small to Oscar, but they're riding up in his thighs there and, and making it look like he's going over the back when he's really just trying not to foul the guy, but it looks like he's fouling him by not trying to foul him. And if you ever play basketball and you've been small, which most of us are, and trying to block out a big dude, that's what you do. You get in their legs, don't let them jump, and you get a base where they can't push you around. And if they do push you around, it looks like they're fouling you, even if they're not. So that's what's happened. Um, that's what's happened to Oscar the last couple games, I think. So that will happen more and more and more, especially in the SEC. I hope the SEC lets the the whistles go a little more than they have in the past because they they are calling less fouls, which I like. Um, the game's a lot quicker, you know, less free throws, less clock uh, stoppage of the clock, everything like that. Um, and Cal left Oscar in with three fouls. I thought it was interesting. I, we were kind of um, slowing down on offense, if you will. We weren't doing much. Um, they were keeping with us. Oscar got his third foul, and and Cal kind of went with him because I think he, I think he's probably thinking the same thing as. You know, in big games, we take Oscar out, and they've got some guys down low that can bang. We're in trouble without Oscar, um, and that's scary. I'm that's probably the 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 thing I am most worried about this team is a physical game. Oscar getting out, what happens? Because um, we and and going in that vein, Bryce Hopkins, uh, he didn't get a lot of minutes. He got some run in the first half. He didn't look as into it as he was the first half last game where he had seven and seven. Um, I think he only got one shot. He made it. Um, but I, I, without the box were right in front of me, I don't know how many he got, but um, it wasn't many. He didn't, if you were watching, he didn't play hardly at all in the second half that I can remember. Um, that's not good because we were just coming off a game where we're saying he gives us seven and seven. That's huge. I mean, that is huge for this team, especially for what I was just talking about. A physical game, he can play – he's he's more suited to the four. He's not a three. He hopefully might progress into a three if he stays around, which it looks like, you know, next year. Because I think he, he's recruited. He's more of a small four. But at 6'6", six, six, the way the game's going, he can play small ball four. Um, he's not a great shooter. But we'll, we need physicality. He's built for that. But he's got to get energy. Um, I think his defense is serviceable. I think it's going to get better like all of them. Um, I think his defense is not good. <laughs> I hate to say it. Dante Allen. I mean, I find myself keying on Dante when he's in the game. I I, my, my, I just focus on him. And so watching him even off the ball, he's lost. He's turned. He's, you know, uh, principles, man, you ball. That's We got caught that since uh, – taught that – let me start. Taught that since a kid. Man, you ball. Man, you ball. Man, you ball. So you were in the middle. And he is never in man, you ball. He's either totally face guarding, trying not to give the back door, or if the ball is reversed, he is almost exclusively out of position. And so when his guy gets the ball, what I was just talking about, like if you're defending a guy on the wing and you get in the lane and your, def- your defensive assignment is floating and you're in the wrong position because you're not man, you ball – You've turned and started looking at the ball instead of keeping contact with your guy between you and the ball. You're he's completely opposition. What I'm trying to get it. I know I'm getting in depth, but he uh, he's going to have to hit shots, and I think he's going to have to hit a lot of shots because I, Cal's not going to keep playing him. Because if he can't guard Albany, I mean, who's he guarding the SEC? Man, SEC is stacked. There are wings out the ass in the SEC. Go look at 
the top six teams. LSU's got dudes that can run and fly and shoot. Uh, Florida's got guards. Arkansas is stacked. Um, so his minutes, I don't know if he can change that enough. I, he got some minutes tonight. Didn't hit much, you know, he didn't hit a shot. Um, so his defense is, is really bad. <laughs> I've got a nervous about that. Um, so that's, you know, kind of, we had 49 second half points. Uh, all five starters were in double figures. So second half, you know, I think Kyle got in their butt first half and said, you know, it's not acceptable. So uh, they came out, everyone seemed more energetic. So I, I'm not, I'm not worried about the game. They didn't look great. It was uninspiring and all that, but 49 points second half against anybody. I mean, you put some teams out five on five against each other, you know, you got five on zero and you can't score 50 points in a 10 minute, 20 minute session. So I'm good with that. Uh, obviously it goes without saying if all five starters go double digits in big games, I think we're going to be pretty good. <laughs> that might not be saying anything you don't know, but it is something to keep in mind. All five starters, double figures. Led by Ty um, Ty with 20, Keon with 17. Oscar had another double-double, which I think he's probably going to break that record. And uh, I'll just <laughs> – I'm going to do another side post. If you are happen to be listening to this, I want you <laughs> to ask yourself or go look – Type in Kyle Kuzma pregame outfit for tonight's game. Um, I wrote in some notes. Did Kyle Kuzma lose a bet? <laughs> he's he's wearing. It looks like a his grandma knitted a pink sweater, and it's like a six X. So the sleeves are down to his like shins. He's wearing this white beanie. Look like his grandma made. And you can't see his arms. I don't know if they're like actually in the sweater. You know how you like when you get cold, you put them inside your shirt. That's what he looked like. So <laughs> do yourself a favor and uh, go look at Kyle Kuzma, K-U-Z-M-A. Just Google it. Look up his outfit tonight. Hilarious. So um, that's what I'm gonna leave you with, though. Um, I, you know, I'm I'm happy with the second half, not the turnovers. Um, Tata. Needs to be even more aggressive because he's that good. I mean, he I th- he can get a floater anytime he wants. So I, I think he can should be and will be the leading scorer, especially once we start picking up. He, every game you can tell he's getting more comfortable. So that's I'm very excited about that. I'm excited about how the offensive moved better in the second half than the first half. I think it's more of a you know crappy crowd, which I mean you know we played seven straight games against crap teams, so. It's hard to get guys there, stands or fans in the stands on a Monday night with really no incentive unless you just really love basketball. So um, I don't expect that. You know, big games it'll be packed, but that's kind of the new reality we're in. So um, as a player, it it could be I can understand it. You know, coming out and you know if you ever played a JV game or a a freshman game at nine o'clock in a cold gym, it's like it's really hard to get jacked up. So. Hopefully they can figure out big games. They won't come out flat. And so um, overall, I'm okay with it. A um, few things I need to clean up, but Cal admitted, you know, like he always does, he says, you know, I'm, I'm still trying to figure the team out. So that's why, and especially with eight guys tonight, we had, you know, Toppins out still. I'm worried about his shoulder. So I'm hoping that's just a, a bruise, like they say. Uh, Lance Ware, I think, will be fine. 
Davion's just a cold or flu or whatever it is. So he'll be back in the flow. I would imagine Friday is our next game. So, um, cats, cats performed uh, pretty well, shot it well, especially second half. Uh, we clean up turnovers and, and Oscar doesn't stay in foul trouble. I, you know, I'll say it again. I think the sky's the limit. So I'll leave you with that. And hopefully, uh, bell feels better and, We'll get back with you guys on Friday. Go Cats.